Welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And Kyle is with us. Hi, Kyle. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And today we're here to talk about uh, the new Pixar movie, uh, which is now available to stream. It's called Soul, and Matt's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so Soul is available now on Disney+. Plus. It is uh, a film about a, a music teacher, and it's played by Jamie Foxx. And he's not terribly happy with his lot in life. He really wants to be like a performing jazz artist. Uh, he's not been terribly successful at that, but he uh, wants to go for an audition uh, with one of the preeminent uh, jazz singers in town. And uh, that seems to go pretty well. And then an accident befalls him. And he starts going through a whole bunch of strange experiences uh, as the movie progresses. Mm. Um, so, Kyle, what, what what are your thoughts about Soul? <laughs> uh, I enjoyed Soul a lot. Um, uh, I feel that Pixar has a pretty good track record uh, for making pretty uh, quality films. And, and also kind of taking on more deep topics than you would really expect from a children's film. Uh, when we first started watching it, this was actually a movie that I had not read anything about except for that Jamie Foxx was in it before we started watching it. Um, and I was very stunned to see that it was about the topic of the afterlife because, uh, you know, you'd think Disney might want to stray away from uh, something that could be kind of controversial because, you know, obviously there's a lot of religious beliefs behind, you know, what the afterlife is like and what the you know rules and boundaries are. But, uh, you know, I thought it was a really sort of creative take on that world and, um, you know, I, I appreciated, uh, and something I've always appreciated about Disney, I think it's been a little overlooked, is their focus on diversity. I think if you look back even to the 90s, they were, you know, trying to, um, you know, redo gender roles and having more strong female characters, um, having diversity in their films. And um, what I really appreciate about diversity in films is when a character is black and the movie has nothing to do with them being black. You know, that to me, that's the real, you know, embrace of diversity. And so, you know, it's a movie that was, you know, there's so much great jazz music and just all of these sort of black cultural influences. Uh, I believe the, the, the jazz musician was played by Angela Bassett, correct? Um, that sounds right. Yeah. She, oh. I thought her character was just awesome. Like she did not have many lines, but the ones that she did were just so cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really, I mean, it was, you know, it was heartwarming. It was, you know, made you think a lot harder than, you know, a lot of children's movies do. And, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I thought it was a really solid movie. Yeah. And you're right. Angela Bassett played Dorothea, the jazz artist. <laughs> yeah. I think it would have to be such a challenge to do an animated film or really any, any kind of film, but that is around abstract concepts like the afterlife and and depicting souls and to do it in a way that's convincing or that you can relate to these characters because i mean how do you relate to a disembodied soul um they do a good job of depicting it and and they kind of so they also they they show the afterlife but they also show a before life and that is a realm that we've never really seen before or at least I haven't. And the way that they depict some of the characters there was really interesting and original. Uh, some of them were just like single line kind of abstract 
um, characters that I thought was really cool. So visually, I think the movie is, is really stunning. Even, you know, down to earth when we're in New York City, I thought the depiction of New York City was beautiful. And the human characters were, I thought, you know, beautifully done. So, yeah, a gorgeous-looking movie. And it has, yeah, all that wonderful jazz music. I feel like this will be an introduction to a lot of kids to jazz music, and that's a wonderful thing. So, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I, Yeah, like you, Kyle, I didn't really know much going into it. But, um, yeah, really loved it. Yeah, I think this movie's wonderful. Um, it's, it is uh, directed by... Um, Pete Doctor, who'd also done some other Pixar movies, including Inside Out, which mm-hmm. the soul characters in this movie. So when he goes to the the before life um, part, they remind me of a little bit of the look sort of of the Inside Out characters. Um, and I ended up liking this. So I was a little worried, like, you know, 15 or so minutes in, 20 minutes in, when all of a sudden it switches out to being in this, you know, afterlife slash before life. And it gets really cutesy. <laughs> I was worried for it a little bit because, you know, one of the, the things this movie had been hyped up about was like like the first African-American experience Pixar movie. And I was like, all right, cool. And then all of a sudden, right away. yeah, <laughs> then it becomes these like cutesy glowing orbs, you know, and I'm like, oh, no. But it, then it gets back to Earth at a certain point. Um, the the cinematography in this movie is really good. Uh, Matt Asbury and in uh, Megavin did the cinematography for it. And just the, you know, it sounds weird to talk about that in an animated movie, but like, this is some of the most like photorealistic looking mm. Pixar animation I've seen. Where like, you know, especially, especially even like scenes like in early on where, um, Jamie Foxx's character Joe is like, he's in his classroom and he's at his piano or whatever. And like the way the light comes in from the window and like lands on his, on his, on his face and, his body it's just it's it's beautiful and it's realistic but also just animated enough that you know it's kind of got this kind of interesting real not real realm although it's definitely away from the uncanny valley um i think jamie fox does a great job doing the voice uh, of joe tina fey is soul 22 and she's pretty good in this graham norton plays a good role um felicia rashad Who's also in another Netflix movie this this year, Jingle Jangle? She's a police chief who plays Joe's mom. Um, yeah, I um, yeah, I, I thought I think it's a wonderful movie. I really don't think I can find any flaws in it for me. Um, how about you, Kyle? Anything that you didn't like about it? Um, not really. I mean, I, I, what's interesting is I've heard discussion. I think this movie sort of triggered it of this idea. Um, that some have made that uh, Disney has a history of uh, taking black characters and morphing them into not black people, whether it's Princess and the Frog or this movie. I can't remember the other example that was given. And I don't, I don't know if I prescribe to that argument. Um, I, you know, at no point did I not realize that Jamie Foxx was a black man, uh, mm-hmm. you know, even though he was a blue spirit <laughs> character. Uh, but no, besides, besides, you know, maybe, you know, some people being sensitive about that, I can't really see any flaws. Um, you know, like you said, it was all around great performances. I think, I think my favorite line of the movie was Graham Norton's character. He said, all right, we're going to meet at the time the government considers 630. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. Yes. Now he had a lot of good lines, and I love the concepts. You know, like the 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 zone. I think it's like maybe I can't remember that was the exact name they had for this area, but like that's where they kind of met Graham Norton's character, where he hung out at his mind hung out at. Mm. It's this um, this place where like if you're you know especially if you're like a creative person or even if you're not necessarily creative, but you just you get into doing something that you really are passionate about and you kind of get in the quote unquote zone, mm-hmm. then your mind drifts off to this kind of cool area that they had. Um, and I liked the representation of the afterlife and then the before life and the zone. I mean, we've seen this done in movies before um, to varying degrees, you know, things like uh, a matter of life and death or defending your life, just to name a couple of them. But um, I liked the, 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 the look and feel of, of those areas. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, this certainly, you're, you're not necessarily always thinking to yourself like, okay, so Joe is a black character. You're not, you're not thinking that all the time, but this movie certainly dwells in some, you know, uh, vintage African-American, um, um, areas, right? Like, uh, the barbershop, for example, (laughs) uh, that makes an appearance here, but it's actually a really good scene mm-hmm. where it gets really philosophical um, and deep, but also realistic. I mean, and that's the thing is, you know, not everybody talks about their lives with with, with one another in a in an honest manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if they were to, the scene in the barbershop is probably a pretty realistic depiction of that of how that would go. Yeah. Um, and then of course you know they got the whole jazz music yes. set up, but uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I love the way that the the movie incorporates all of these kind of big ideas, philosophical ideas, like what's our purpose in life. Um, I mean, in, any movie that does that, I think, is cool if it's able to integrate it, you know, as part of the story. And I think this movie does a really good job. But to have it done in a kid's movie, I think, is really great as well. Um, and, it, you know, it also touches on um, other big ideas, like what's the purpose of art in our lives and the importance of art in our lives. So I just think it has a lot of good messages that it doesn't, um, it, it treats them um, subtly enough that um, you, you don't feel preached to or anything like that. I think it's it's a movie that would appeal to people from, you know, multiple different religions or whatever your background, I think you would um, be able to appreciate the, the ideas that the movie has. Yeah, and I think that, like you said, um, it doesn't necessarily like preach if anything, it like sort of rejects the idea of having these rigid concepts of like purpose mm-hmm. and how, you know, we need to have a much more open, you know, mind on, you know, what, what, what is your purpose and don't let that just define, you know, you into a box. Yeah. The, but the one thing I'd say, the one criticism I would say is there wasn't enough to be digs. Like I've, I've reluctantly embraced Hamilton in recent months. And uh, <laughs> one of the big reasons and my favorite aspects of it was to be Diggs. I think he's an amazing actor. Um, but he was like, so I believe he was in the barbershop scene, but that was just it. But I just think that he's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So was, was he, which one was he in the barbershop? Was he the one that was kind of like taunting uh, the Joe character or? Yeah, he was, he was the one that was uh, the more like, youthful kind of heavy abonics sort of character uh, okay, i want to yeah. say he might have had some type of like braids or something mm. but yeah it was like roasting or whatnot <laughs> yeah no i i'm glad you brought up the whole purpose thing too kyle because i i love that aspect of it um 
and just the whole, um, li- the whole like you know life experience and enjoying, kind of enjoying the ride rather than the destination. Because I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in and all that. So yeah, that's Soul. Um, I think it's a great movie. Uh, Ashley, uh, out of ten, what would you give this? I'm feeling a nine point five. All right. How about you, Kyle? Screw it. I'm going with 10. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with 10 as well. So our score is a 9.8, and it is on the tomato meter. It has a critic score, uh, certified fresh, 97%, and an audience score of 90%. So, yeah, 9.8 from us. That's yeah. sold. Kyle, thanks so much for joining us again. Um, I know you were here earlier in the year to talk about uh, The Last Black Man in San Francisco with us uh, back in February. And... Uh, that was this year. Yes. I know. Right? That seems like, a, you know. Seems ages ago. <laughs> yep. Right on the cusp of the COVID outbreak. So, yeah. Um, Met inside. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, hope you have a happy new year. And thanks for joining us. Yes. Thank you. You too. Thanks for having me.